Welcome to Therapy Snacks. I'm your host, Molly Zive. I'm a licensed clinical social worker. Just like snacks, these episodes are digestible, accessible, and offer a variety of ways to think about our mental health. This is not to substitute for treatment. Please rate, subscribe, and share right now. Hello, and welcome to Therapy Snacks. How are you? I feel like, well, I know in my bones, it has been a long time since I've done just an episode with myself, a true Therapy Snacks. This is how Therapy Snacks were born, was those episodes where I would talk about things I know, I've learned, I am, I aspire to be on an episode. So I'm so glad that you're listening to this today. I've missed you. I'm sending you a big old hug. And I'm just taking this time to be reflective. Um, A lot of us can do this by just going to our phone notes or phone memos and recording ourselves and just being reflective. It's all I feel like I'm doing right now, chilling out in my PJs, talking to you. So I hope that you're cozy wherever you're at in the world. I hope that life has been treating you fairly. And I just appreciate the space to be me and to fully, you know, unfold. I know I have been putting the podcast on the back burner And I have been focusing on other things regarding my business and how I want to show up in the world. I recently got engaged in April. I don't, have I done a podcast since April? Oh my gosh. Yes, I have. Um, I've been busy though. I have been very busy and feeling extremely grateful. So... I'm going to start out with my oracle cards. I'm really leaning into intuition and my own sort of knowing. I think that when I'm connected to my own knowing and my intuition, I am a better therapist and I allow other people to become better versions of themselves, unfolding exactly who they are and being exactly who they want to be. Um, by being myself, not just in my therapist role. I wear a lot of different hats as a friend, as a sister, as a fiance now. Um, I think just navigating the world, being connected to our intuition and knowing who we really are and how we want to show up is so important. So I want to share the cards that I pulled and the Oracle cards I use with the Work Your Light deck. I'm most familiar with this deck, although I got a animal spirit guide deck. I have a archetype deck. I have all these wonderful decks that I like to incorporate into my life and my own self-care. And I also find it really helpful to do readings for other people. So I wanted to share that um, I did a two card spread. So the first card is all about what's falling away. And the card that I pulled is awakening. And It's these energetic upgrades. So I think that what's falling away for me is these low vibe energy 
sort of fitting the mold, trying to be all these different things for all these different people that is no longer serving me in my business specifically, in my life in general. For those of you who are therapists and run your own private practice, we know that the personal is always professional. Like our personal stuff gets thrown into our professional life because we can't hide from it. So I've noticed in the last year and a half that I have been doing a lot of things for people that I'm not necessarily comfortable with, but I go along with it anyways, because I'm a people pleaser and I don't want anyone to get upset. And so in the long term, I end up suffering. So whether that be you know, talking about my business, the people that I bring on that aren't necessarily the best fit or the amount of money they choose to pay me that I say that I'm okay with, even though in my bones, again, I know my intuition is like, girl, how are you going to make a living? Okay. Mama needs to eat. So I'm not relying on anyone besides myself to pay my bills and to keep the business afloat. So my energetic upgrades are happening. And now this is a really beautiful time of integration. So what's falling away is all of that low vibe stuff, all that stuff that doesn't serve me. It may serve other people, but in the long run, like if it's not a good fit for me, it's not a good fit for anyone that I'm interacting with, that I'm connecting with. So that is definitely falling away. That is something that I have been very empowered to do for myself is to integrate all of my lessons that I have learned in the past year and a half. I'm really shrinking down my caseload to be more of a boutique size um, individual therapy and then also creating a self-love group, um, really you know, reaching more people through group work. I also work in the community. I recently became a clinical supervisor. So I'm doing all these things and taking a step back from my actually day-to-day business and hermiting, as I like to call it. I am a hermit. I am a 2-4 projector, which is a hermit opportunist. So part of my human design and my makeup is I have to go inward and I have to get really quiet and figure out what serves me. That's how I get in touch with my intuition. So over the past year and a half, I've really been honing in on my intuition and knowing that some of the stuff that I've been doing and, you know, the old model is not working. I really just wanted to succeed. I never wanted to ask anyone for money, um, you know, my family or my fiance or so I knew that I had to figure out how to do this all on my own, which I did. And I'm really proud of, but I was using the old model. I was using what other people were telling me to do in order to run a business. And it, it worked. I, I was paying my bills. I was generating income. Uh, I was getting clients very, very easily, but I realized that there was also this, nudge that some of the stuff wasn't working for me. And I was really, really scared to face it head on because when you're your own business owner, you can't hide. There's no, you can't blame your employer. You can't blame the employee handbook. So I've been doing my own soul searching around that. And I hope that by me sharing this information for you, you feel empowered or maybe can resonate with some of the stuff that I'm saying. So the falling away is the awakening. 
you know, I continue to awaken every day. I am a student of life, so I don't think I know it all. I continue to unfold, but I feel like I'm getting closer to the person that I want to be on a daily basis and the person that I strive to be, which is balanced, has freedom, can be creative, um, is present, um, and the falling away is all the other stuff that kind of follows outside of that value system. So what's rising for me is the card pillar of light. So using my sort of truth to create this, um, the, the card signifies a rainbow bridge. Like you use your chakras, all of the chakras light up, right? It's a beautiful rainbow and it creates this bridge to heaven, essentially, whatever that may mean for you. So what's rising for me is this pillar of light. And what that signifies for me is that by honing my intuition, by knowing my truth, by figuring out what it is that lights me up, I can create that for other people. I can show up fully as myself and charge what I need to charge in my business and take on the clients I need to take on and say no thank you to the ones I cannot take on in order to allow the people that are working with me to be their own light and to create this own sense of um, empowerment. I keep using the word empower and I realize that this own sense of empowerment within themselves to um, spread that light for other people, right? Like this really beautiful ripple effect. And the really funny thing about social working is we're always trying to work ourselves out of a job. And I remember a professor said that to me in grad school, she worked for child welfare. And I, you know, at that time I've had like 10 years in agency work, working for other people and working in systems that yes, as an individual, I want to work myself out of a job However, these systems that are set up, whether it be child welfare, healthcare, mental health system, like they're not set up in a way where people are empowered to really work on their mental wellness and their well-being and future oriented. And so as a therapist now, my calling is <clears throat> this idea that we can create these mechanisms inside of ourselves to become insightful, to become self-aware, to become effective communicators and to state what we really need in our lives in order to have ongoing mental wellness, health, longevity. So something that really like struck me in the last year that I've been reflecting on is this idea of therapy being when you're in crisis and targeting those symptoms that make you very low functioning, that impact your relationships, impact your job, your work, your overall functioning. So I think that almost all of my own therapists up until this point were very focused on symptom management. And I, that's really great. Like I went in there for a reason. I am someone who struggles with panic disorder. I have a history of anxiety and depression. So when I was going to therapy, it was always in those crises moments. Like it was always in 
this sort of, what do I do next? This helplessness. And um, my therapist gave me really great tools and interventions to manage those symptoms where they were at. But it wasn't until recently when I've been working with my current therapist that the way she does therapy is so incredible. And that is the type of therapist that I want to be. She does the symptom management, obviously, but she also instills so much hope in me and so much validation and unconditional positive regard about who who I want to be and how I want to show up in the world. And I feel like in the past, it was so focused, my treatment was so focused on symptom management and mitigation, which is at no fault to any therapist because that's what we're taught to do. And that's what insurance companies are only going to reimburse for based on medical necessity. So I totally like get it and understand it. But this idea of like mental wellness and longevity in my future is recognizing that like, yes, we're all going to struggle. Yes. I'm always going to have an issue with something because that's just life. Like I'm never going to be fully fully, I don't want to even use the word healed, but like, I'm never going to not have an issue, I guess would be the best way to say that because being a human being and having a physical experience, we're exposed to so much and we're exposed to so much contrast. So really identifying that this is an ongoing sort of lifestyle. And it's not a battle that I have to face every single day. You know, when I was diagnosed with major depressive disorder and I went on antidepressants, my doctor said, this is something you're going to take the rest of your life. I felt like it was a sentence. It was a life sentence. I, I, there's nothing wrong with antidepressants, but I am someone who doesn't need them at this particular moment. You know, that situational depression is so needs to be talked about more. And a lot of our situations create the mental health symptoms. And where I'm going as a therapist is I want to normalize that. And I want to help people thrive in their lives where they don't need me. (laughs) I don't want to be needed. I want people to find the inner strength and resources to, to create their own mental wellness. And it sounds so counterintuitive because what industry besides healthcare wants people to not need them? There's always going to be a need, so I'm I'm okay with that. Like I'm, you know, I signed up for that. The universe and I have that contract with each other of I'm going to continue to help people. It may look different throughout my lifetime. But this idea that we need medication and we need therapy is like I want to get people to the point, my ideal client, where they just want to set themselves up for success and be future oriented where they know and they have the confidence within themselves to be like, I got this. And I know where to go when I don't have it. I know who to reach out to, how to reach out to. I want to be that person that when people worked with me, they know that they can always reach out for help no matter who it is. I I view therapists as seasons. I think it's important to change it up and to get different perspectives and have a different season with 
someone else. Um, obviously I would have never grown as much as I have unless I pushed myself to work with different people. So, you know, as a therapist, I want to instill in my clients, you, this is great. We're having a great time. Love you forever, but I am not forever. (laughs) And, and I want you to know that like, I'm always going to be in your heart and I'm, I may or may not think about you, you know, after treatment stops, but at least at the very, very least, I want to instill that it's okay to reach out when you're struggling with your mental health and that there are people that are more than willing and able to be of service of you and fit your needs when you may need it. And it, this may come, I am very, very aware of access to mental health care. Like I'm, I'm not ignorant to the fact that this isn't an easy thing for people. You know, once they decide, the first step is like deciding and having that self-awareness to be like, okay, I need to reach out for someone, you know, to help me understand what's going on. That's the first step. And the second step is like finding someone and that's not easy. And that's a whole other conversation about accessibility. Um, So I just want to acknowledge that, you know, it's not always easy to find someone that doesn't mean that resources aren't out there. That doesn't mean that prioritizing your mental health um, or deprioritizing your mental health is what you need to do. In fact, you probably need to prioritize it to the point where, you know, there were times for me when I was um, making pennies down at the clinic before I got licensed and I had to pay out of pocket for therapy. And it was really, really crucial for my mental health that I continued to do that. Um, despite the financial burden or I guess financial investment, cause it's not a burden. I was getting exactly what I needed. I had to prioritize. I couldn't go on trips. I couldn't, you know, spend money. So it may feel like it's hard to get a therapist sometimes if you're accessing it, especially through insurance. Um, but know that there are people with availability who um, can help you. And maybe looking at it a different way or problem solving or seeing how you can make it work to access that mental health resource. Um you know, we're all problem solvers. So I know that you can do it. It's just in those times of crises, like when you're like, I need to get help now. I need to get help yesterday, last year. It can feel really helpless. And so we can't over identify with that feeling. We have to remember that it's going to come. So that was a tangent. And I appreciate being able to talk about this because it's something that I'm really passionate about and it's part of my value system as a social worker to create accessibility and normalizing. And also as a business owner in the last year and a half, I've also realized I can't help everyone. I just like, I, I can't take everyone on and I know who to refer to and I know what resources I need to um, offer when people do reach out, but kind of knowing our own limits is part of the process and gives us the freedom 
So we can be that pillar of light for other people and we can show up fully for the people that we do work with and the people that we love. So happy one year anniversary to Therapy Snacks. Thanks for being along for the ride. Thank you to all my amazing guests who have participated in interviews. It's been really, really fun. And I can't wait to see what's next for Therapy Snacks. I think that we're going to provide a lot more insight and it's going to grow as I grow as a podcast host. So I am especially thankful for you today. I'm grateful. We didn't even do grounding. I usually ground the beginning. So let's just take a few deep breaths now as we kind of close this conversation. Take a nice big inhale and gently let it go. I want you to set an intention for your day right now. I am whatever it is you need to be. Set your intention. I am worthy, courageous, fun, loving. Breathe it in. Breathe in your beautiful intention and send it out to all of those around you and into the universe. Have a really beautiful day. Thank you for listening. Take care. Thank you for spending a little bit of time with me. I think it's really important to take care of yourself and listening to podcasts and being with yourself is so important. Sends out a ripple effect. When you're taking care of yourself, you're taking care of your family and your community. So keep up the great work. If you want to learn more about this podcast, go to therapysnacks.org or you can find us on Instagram at therapy underscore snacks. You can find the host, me, Molly, at Molly Zive Therapy on Instagram. All right, everyone. Have a good rest of your day. Take care.